Welcome back to Using My Degree. I'm your host, Ollie, and this week is all about exotic fruit. Speaking of exotic fruit, well, I've already introduced myself. Today, our special guest is Chef Jesse Kunez. He's one of my best friends and an amazing pastry chef at Genuine Manhattan. Today, we'll be discussing exotic fruits. Um, so, Jesse, how about you introduce yourself properly? Because I can't do, I can never do that job well enough. Um, hi. So, obviously, yes, I'm Jesse Kunis. Um, I am not necessarily a pastry chef, but I am a chocolatier at Janoon, um, their primary chocolatier. And, yeah, I'm trying to get into the chocolate and confections game, but I also am a huge fan of exotic fruits of all different kinds. I search for them in every corner of the world. Um, well, <laughs> I don't actually go to those corners of the world, but I, I look for what I could find in all corners of the world. Well, that's very lovely. Now, what would you say is one of your favorite fruits, um, namely the more exotic fruits that I know you're drawn to? Oh, yeah, that that that's a, always going to be a tough one. Um, I would have to say the most solid pick would have to be a cherimoya because uh, I, I've actually been able to try it enough um i would say mangosteen i i am able to find those during the right seasons uh but those are super expensive and you don't get that much fruit and they're kind of hard to use in recipes but probably a chamoya all right thank you for that so um how would you use these fruits in pastry and baking applications um say maybe a mangosteen bonbon or something more exotic such as the finger limes i have given you earlier oh yeah um so for the most part like since this episode is about uh fruits and such i i, I would actually venture to say that there's a lot more than uh, people realize you can use these fruits for like yeah i actually have thought of using a mangosteen bonbon it, it's something that i have actually made uh for mother's day for a mother's day bonbon box but um, if I was to do it again, if I was to be given a whole fresh bunch of mangosteens, I would actually turn it into either uh, a semifredo, like my uh, chef had recommended, uh, like a ice type thing, or I would possibly use it in a ice cream. Um, I think that maybe even a gelato of sorts would be actually very delicious uh, and, and that goes past mangosteen like i would actually use most kind of fruits in a uh, frozen dessert genre to be honest <laughs> all right thank you so um what exotic fruit would you say is a good start for the typical person who wants to branch out and try new things i mean you see people going for dragon fruits mm -hmm. and they don't know how to use them right. you've also seen those um reels on instagram of people taking the dragon fruit skin using rock sugar and using a little bit of agar agar to make a weird jelly that doesn't taste like anything. Mm -hmm. um, and most people don't even know how to use vanilla pods correctly, but if you've heard episode one, you might learn how to. Yeah, well, um, actually, you know, okay, so the reason why certain fruits actually become super popular is primarily availability. Like, Okay, people on this dragon fruit craze, they're crazy about it because it looks gorgeous on the outside and on the inside. It looks insanely exotic and bizarre, at least to people who are not from where dragon fruits grow. But um, I found that dragon fruits are a little bit bland, especially the red variety. 
Uh, the yellow, actually, if, if you have to find a, a dragon fruit and you have your selection, I would always reach for the yellow ones because they are like 10,000 times sweeter and more flavorful. But if you're someone who's interested in exotic fruits, I don't really feel like I have the ability to tell you where to start because it also depends on where you are. Because like, you know, in, in New York, in the New York area, I have a lot of access to finding um, cherimoya and I go to Chinatown and I find mangosteens and longans and rambutans. And there, it, it's really just go out there and try and find what you can find. Like if you're in the Midwest, then you might be able to get your hands on some pawpaws uh, towards the end of the year. Maybe I think their season is in October. Or if you're in California, you actually have like access uh, in California and Florida have access to a lot of different tropical fruits that have been uh, in recent years grown in those areas. So you you really just got to find what you can and go out and try it. All right. Thank you. Um, that's actually very insightful, and I'm grateful for that. <laughs> thank you. Well, I know this is uh, me interview me being interviewed, but I, I have a question to ask you. What is your favorite kind of tropical fruit and why? I was supposed to say the gay guys on Fire Island, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I like that answer. Thank you. Now, this is more of a basic bitch answer, but my favorite tropical fruit has to be pineapple. It's very, um, I mean, it's very versatile. Who doesn't love a good pineapple, except for the people who are deadly allergic? Yeah, well, when, when you find a really sweet one, then, you know, like, they, there really isn't anything better. I um, often use pineapple juice making what was called Dominican cake growing up, and that stuff is delicious. Mm-hmm. Pineapple and orange juice on a cake, like... Oh my god. Have you actually, uh, have you tried the pink pineapple? I haven't. How is that? I've tried it. I I have to say, like, I'm never the kind of person that knows that much of a difference between different kinds of wines and whatnot. Like, I don't get the subtle nuances of everything that I taste. So when it comes to uh, the pink pineapple, I feel like it's a little... um, it's a little bit just like the regular pineapple, but sometimes a little bit sweeter. Hmm. I, I get that. A lot of people breed these fruits for looks rather than for taste. I mean, yeah. we've all seen the pink lemons and the pink lady apple. Not pink lady. Not... Yeah, no, actually, I get where you're going with that. Actually, to, to be honest with you, um, that is another huge trend in the culinary world uh, about exotic fruits is... Is not even just what you're capable of getting, but also like different colored fruit, like the the pink pineapple, the white strawberries. Um, not to go too much on a tangent, but white strawberries actually um, are not always the same as uh, Chilean strawberries or pine berries. I, I have yet to actually find true pine berries. I've I've found things that say they're pine berries if you don't know what a pine berry is it's basically a white strawberry with red seeds it's like the opposite of what we traditionally know uh strawberries as but um the ones that i find you have to be super careful when you're going to markets and you see oh wow white strawberries because believe it or not some companies actually just sell you strawberries that have been denied sunlight 
and have or have been taken off the vine like before they've had any time to develop sweetness and so you'll buy it you'll pay like i don't know like 15 or something dollars for like these these like exotic quote unquote uh <laughs> strawberries and they'll taste just like like strawberries but if it was harder and like more filled with water somehow like it does not taste like your traditional strawberry like if you want to actually try pine berries there are very very few places that um you can actually find pine berries true pine berries and from the people that i have met who have tried actual pine berries they do say that uh it tastes a little bit like pine pineapple mixed with strawberries a little bit sweeter than regular strawberries but just make sure you're you're getting something that you know is pine berry you can also tell uh, a pine berry is a pine berry because most actual pine berries are a lot smaller like wild strawberries are um they're not the big humongous giant those ones are usually if they're really big they're usually just not going to be a pine berry they'll just be like a strawberry that was either denied sunlight or um or just <laughs> like taken off the vine too early oh wow, that's also incredibly insightful i learned something new about the pine berries and pine berry forgery if you could believe that's a thing i sure do yeah, I, I have a lot of weird, uh, useless knowledge about uh, wild ingredients, wild uh, fruits and such. Your knowledge isn't useless. You're literally on an ingredient specialization podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I don't mean to insult you there. No, hey, you're fine. <laughs> How do you feel about cactus fruits? Due to uh, cactus fruits being more available, would you say that they're more exotic? Would you say they become more commonplace? Oh, well, they, they've definitely become way more commonplace. We were just talking about cactus fruits. Uh, dragon fruits, they grow on cactuses. I did not know that. That's fun. Yeah, no, uh, cactuses um, actually don't usually fruit a lot of things that are edible, but we do have prickly pears and we do have uh, the different types of dragon fruits. I, I believe all of the dragon fruits are cactus fruits, but I know especially the yellow ones are, and those are the good ones. Um, here in America, since we're so close to Mexico and, uh, we're, we're still closer to South America than like, I don't know, say other parts of the world. Um, we have, uh, the ability to get a lot of different kind of cactus fruits. And I guess when it's available, it's not seen quite as exotic. Like in my part of the country here in New York, uh, we find lychees everywhere. I, I see lychees at almost every kind of market that has like even the remotely exotic fruits. And to me, I, I would have to say a lychee is no longer exotic because I see it so much. But, um, and the same is happening with like dragon fruit. We see it so much so often, like in Stop and Shop and Whole Foods, that it's not necessarily as exotic as it, it used to be. But if you say go to like, I don't know, Indiana or Ohio, you, 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 you might be a little surprised on, upon seeing a lychee. Um, so I do think that there, as we continue to go and learn about new fruits that are becoming more readily available, um, we'll find that eventually most fruits on this planet stop being exotic and people just start, you know, 
learning to love uh, different cultures and different fruits from different cultures all around the world. I hope. <laughs> you know, there's, there's an exotic fruit that we're going to be talking about all about next episode, and that exotic fruit is chocolate. Oh, I actually, I do have one more thing that I can um, talk on. I don't know if you... you yeah, were... of course. Don't worry. One thing that I would definitely like to touch on is uh, what fruits are going to be available in the following um, few years. Of course. One thing that I wanted to bring up is that uh, earlier I was mentioning how eventually most fruits will stop being exotic as globalization kind of makes the world seem like a, a bit of a smaller place. But um, looking towards the future, I'm hoping that I eventually start seeing this one fruit called the ice cream bean. The ice cream bean basically is like this giant bean, this giant pod that has like white fluff covered beans. And it's supposed to taste like vanilla ice cream, which definitely sounds like it's cap. But um, at the same time, like I've seen people like I've seen people eat it live on reviews and they always say that it's like really fluffy and super sweet. So uh, maybe I have to go to South America, but I'm hoping that one day that's something I, I get to try. I mean, people also say that sapote, the uh, chocolate pudding fruit, tastes like chocolate pudding. Oh, God, no. It that doesn't. Is, that's a lie. That Don't eat cap. it. That's, fa that's false. Do yeah. not eat the chocolate pudding fruit. <laughs> so what I've heard is that the only reason it is called the chocolate pudding fruit is because literally the inside looks like chocolate pudding. But that's like saying that, like, I don't know, plaster or, or like some kind of putty is the same thing as a custard. Like it looks sim just because it looks similar doesn't mean that it's like it is. Yeah, it's like saying, look at all that popcorn, but instead it's just asbestos. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Like, uh, okay, so th that's another thing is that you also do have to take exotic fruits with a grain of salt, um, not not literally. Um, <laughs> yeah, just salt up your lychees next time. I mean, that's kind of a thing. It is. I'm sure it is. Like, I've seen salty lychee somewhere in uh, Chinatown. Yeah. Okay. But um, what I was more so getting at was that uh, a lot of the times you'll see these fruits online. You'll see people either trying them or writing about them in blogs, and they'll be like, oh, my God, this this uh, white blackberry looks and it tastes like a vanilla blackberry or it has like super, super sweet qualities to it. And, and even like with the pineberry we were talking about, people are like, oh, it tastes just like a mixture of strawberry, pineapple and bubblegum. But then you eat it. And let's be honest, for people who've had like bubblegum ice cream, bubblegum in general, like you're not going to taste bubblegum from a fruit that is too artificial for anyone to be like, oh, yeah, I definitely get notes of bubblegum. And, and from what I've seen, as many people as there are out there saying like, oh, strawberry, pineapple, bubblegum flavored fruit, it's not going to actually taste the way you personally imagine it. And the same goes for uh, there's another fruit called blue Java bananas, which are blue and the banana inside of it is like closer to a white color. And a lot of people also associate that with like, say, vanilla ice cream. That's something that I hear very often with with exotic fruits is that it, it always tastes like like 
vanilla ice cream or like with the chocolate pudding fruit it has hints of chocolate pudding but you know that's got to be cap because even though like i haven't tried all of the ones that i'm saying are cap but there are just as many people out there who uh are saying who have tried it and are saying that that's cap also um for all the people over i would say 35 listening to this podcast cap means bullshit yeah uh yeah, a lot of fruits might sound a lot more enticing on the web than they actually are in person. So don't always expect that you're going to pick up a blue java banana and it's literally just going to be like, oh, why the hell am I going to Dairy Queen when I can just get a, get myself one of these? Like, it's not it's not going to be like verbatim, like a vanilla bean. It, it's just people like saying that because they can't put into words what they're tasting. That's like the whole point of it being exotic. Yeah. And no matter where you are in the world, no matter how exotic the fruit you pick happens to be, from bananas to rambutans, I didn't say that correctly. Whatever. No, rambutan is how you pronounce it. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, no matter what exotic fruit you pick up in the grocery store, no matter where you are in the world, from bananas to rambutans, just know that we're probably going to do a second episode about this in the future. So if you have any more questions, please ask about them in the Tumblr link below. We'll have all your exotic fruit questions answered from what really counts as a berry to <laughs> I was going to make a third gay joke. I'm not going to. Oh <laughs> You're in the gay jokes. I am gay. So, like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with them. I'm saying they're funny. I know. You're, you're, you're funny. You have a good sense of humor. Thank you. I know. I'm blessed. Now. Please click that link in the description below to our Tumblr page where you can just put in an anonymous question from anything from why does baking powder work to I've set my entire kitchen on fire with a chocolate chip. How in God's name did this happen? <laughs> but um, once again, I am your host, Ollie, and uh, signing off with our special guest, uh, Jesse Kunez. Hi, thank you guys. He'll be back next week for our chocolate episode, which I'm sure some of you might be excited for. All ten of you. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week.